0: silver and black today at Odyssey original sports uh podcast do us a favor if you don't already subscribe to the show wherever you get your audio just look for silver and black today and uh subscribe also drop us a rating would you drive us a, a five-star rating i know there's some of you out there who will give us a one star and that's okay whatever you feel go ahead and do that we would appreciate that in addition to your subscription if you're watching us on youtube welcome back we appreciate you guys being here the chat the last few weeks has been unbelievable so, we thank you all for watching and for going in there and having great discourse. People disagree with each other, they do it respectfully, they agree to disagree. It's a lot of fun. So, we invite you to head up on YouTube and check that out as well. Welcome back, Scottle Branson, along with my co host, Mo Moten. He is the senior NFL writer at Bleacher Report, also, Raiders columnist at sportsnot.com. You can also catch my work covering the Raiders, the NFL, and others. Including Major League Baseball, coming up pretty soon on Sports Not as well. Follow Mo on X.com, M-O-E-M-O-T-O-N. Mo Moton. I am at L V Gully in the show. S N B today. All right, Mo, let's jump into this. The hiring process. Look, it looks imminent. It really does overall. Although you have a piece up on Sports Not. Uh, from yesterday, last night, that people need to go read today immediately, uh, talking about this. So we're going to dive into it, but it looks like every indication is Champ Kelly and Antonio Pierce. That's going to make fans extremely happy. That's awesome. Antonio Pierce did a great job of leading his team to five and four, definitely earned his way into being a finalist and interviewing for the job on a permanent basis. Champ Kelly, someone that I've respected and I thought way back should be... The permanent general manager. I think he's going to finally get his chance, but it brings up a lot of questions because if that's indeed the case, the Raiders have already satisfied the Rooney Rule. They've already gone through that process. They've had a more exhaustive search on the GM side than the coaching side, and we'll get into that in a second. But um, the reason they're waiting, we don't know why, and it was the subject of your piece. And I'm gonna for those of you watching, I'm gonna bring that up on the screen here on video uh, entitled Vegas Raiders head coach and GM search due diligence, or is Mark Davis having second thoughts? And Mo, the the, the situation with this piece, uh, I want you to lay it out for folks because we've been hearing now for days about the fact that it's a done deal. You, you have it here. I'm showing it on the screen. Vic Tafer. Uh, our good friend over at the athletic champ hired Tuesday and AP Thursday, basically saying it's done. And then you see other folks uh, talking about it. And then uh, uh, Josiah Anderson reporting that not only uh, are they going through this process, but then you have other folks talking about um, the fact that Mark Davis has had champ Kelly sit in on these. Uh, he hasn't even been named permanent uh, general manager, but he's been sitting in on the interviews for head coaches, all three of them, it's just a it, it, it's a weird dynamic because even if you're happy with the direction it's going, i.e., the fact that it's going to be Antonio Pierce and Champ Kelly, it, it, the whole process seems a little odd. Tell us why you might think that might show some perhaps again, we're just guessing, perhaps some doubts in Mark Davis's mind. Well, first I want to say that we both thought
1: Champ Kelly would get the job. Yeah from the job, but you wrote a piece on sports, not about it, that he should get the job. I felt like I did a bleach report live saying between he and Pierce, I think champ Kelly is more likely to get the job now right. over the past week or two, you, you pulled up the piece. A lot of people have speculated or expect Pierce and Kelly to get the job. So basically the base, the, the of my article is what's the holdup now. And cause a lot of people have said, well, is Mark Davis, having second thoughts and that's why it's taking so long or are the range is doing a due diligence. And I want to start with the due diligence part of this. I feel like the race did their due diligence with the GM search. They brought in someone from the front office of the Cincinnati Bengals brought in someone from the front office of the bills brought in Ed Dodd. So clearly yeah. they had a list ready. They, they were going to go through that was going to be able to uh, guys that were going to be able to challenge and a gal, a uh, woman too from the Denver Broncos front office that would be able to challenge chip Kelly for the position. So, To me, that was a a solid pool of candidates where I where I push back on the due diligence part of this is the Raiders really, to me, haven't done their due diligence with the head coaching search simply because, you know, you're probably going to have to develop a quarterback in the upcoming season. Why not talk to at least one offensive candidate? They didn't Mm -hmm. they they talked to Leslie Frazier and Chris Richard, neither of whom have coached last this past season. So two defensive guys who didn't have jobs for the 2023 season, not one offensive coach. So either a Mark Davis went into this leaning so far into Antonio Pierce that he didn't really consider a strong pool of candidates or B they're waiting to hire their general manager to then open up the floodgates for the head coaching search, which would be the due diligence part of it. But we don't know yet simply because for now, as you said, champ Kelly has sat in on the head coaching interviews. And if champ Kelly is hired, it's more likely that he's going to want Antonio Pierce as a head coach. Cause he's worked with Antonio Pierce already. He has a familiarity with mm-hmm. Antonio Pierce already. So why would he then pick Leslie Frazier <laughs> or Chris Richard to work with? It doesn't make any sense to me other than the fact that the Raiders have already made up their mind already. Right. And that's, and, and for the really quick Scott, for the second thoughts part, I mentioned in my piece and there are rumors out there that Tom Brady is involved in this process as well. Maybe not sitting on the interview process, no. but he has Mark Davis's ear. And that's the part where I think that if there is a holdup, if, if Tom Brady does have a lot of sway, if Mark Davis is listening to Tom Brady, <clears throat> there may be some second thoughts where, where Tom Brady doesn't necessarily have Antonio Pierce is high on his list of desirable head coaches. And maybe he wants Mike Vrabel in there. Maybe he wants, Jim Hart maybe he wants to raise a talk to Jim Harbaugh. By the way, there is have not requested an interview with either yet, or interviewed either yet, because they can be interviewed. They're not employed by the NFL, right? So it, it makes me think that if Tom Brady is involved, possibly, and I'm again, I'm not reporting this, but maybe that's the hold up that Tom Brady is saying, "Hey, wait, before you make your final decision." think about this, think about that.
0: Yeah. And, and, and there's going to be a lot of folks who listen to this, who listen to the show. We're going to say, well, you guys are just guessing, you know, I had some folks uh, respond to me when I, when I forwarded the story that came out, we had a uh, uh, Vincent Frank wrote a piece up on sports, not about this and about the report. And, and, and they were like, oh, you guys are just, it's just clickbait. You're guessing. It's not that we're guessing, but, but again, I think this goes to, and this is the important part I want to make not defending journalism because there's people out there who hate any journalism. They just think that we're all crap and that we just all guess and and listen as you said Mo you're not reporting it this is these are things being discussed but this gets to the core of what I talked about in the opening and what we're talking about here in the show today which is the process so the process is so convoluted now again even if you support Antonio coach and you Antonio Pierce's coach and you don't want anybody else's coach I'm okay with that and we've said all along even though people are coming back and saying that we haven't but no we've said all along that if you if you can pursue a hard bar or somebody like that, which to me is Jim Harbaugh, that's it. Great. You do it. Doesn't mean Antonio Pierce doesn't get the job. In fact, we would say he was number two behind a Harbaugh. So if Harbaugh's not in the picture, then Pierce is number one. But they, you look at all the other teams with openings. Every other teams with openings have gone through. I mean, the Falcons have interviewed, I don't know, eight or nine people, And they're not just checking the box for the Rooney rule. They are going through and they're talking to all kinds of candidates, including Bill Belichick. I'm not saying the Raiders need to talk to Bill Belichick, so slow your roll. What I am saying, and this is what you get at in your piece a little bit, which is the idea that you still want to bring people in and talk to them because, and especially even some of those young offensive coordinators, defensive coordinators, because you don't know if Patrick Graham's staying, we'll see. But the the whole point of that interview process is not necessarily that it's going to convince you that you don't hire Antonio Pierce. It could, but it could also say, you know what, I met with Frank Smith. He's got a Raider background. He's a good offensive coordinator. Um, He's not going to get a head coaching job, let's just say. Uh, Maybe he wants to come back to the Raider family. You open up that conversation. Is he comfortable with Antonio Pierce? Do they mix well? Uh, Does he mix well with Champ Kelly if he's the GM sitting in on the interviews? That type of thing is a discovery process. And what concerns me, just like last time with Mark Davis and yes, Antonio Pierce and Josh McDaniels, not comparing the two, please. okay. but what concerns me if I'm a Raider fan and somebody who covers the Raiders is the fact that you're going through this process again and you're not opening the door to all of the opportunities that could await you if you had a more exhaustive process on the coaching side.
1: So so here's the point about that i didn't make this point in the sports Knots piece but the only way to justify the chris richard and leslie frazier interviews as being the only interviews other than antonio pierce is if they're trying to add chris richard and leslie frazier to their defensive coaching staff in preparation for it maybe they think that patrick graham may move on to another opportunity Mm -hmm. or they just want to add to the staff. because remember the staff that antonio pierce worked with was josh McDaniels' staff i think that's the point we need to make that the staff was going to change regardless since, simply because Antonio Pierce didn't put together that staff that he has no. right now as the interim. Mm-hmm. That was Josh McDaniels' staff. So right. possibly the like, as I said, the only the only justification for interviewing two guys who haven't coached this past season are defensive guys is they're trying to refill their defensive staff in anticipation of losing uh, a couple of coaches or assistants.
0: Yeah, but but to my point, Mo. Though, so so again, and and listen, I don't I don't know either man, Chris Richard. All I know is that they, they didn't do well. He got they, they, he he was let go. Um, he didn't coach last year either. Did Leslie Frazier? We know Leslie Frazier obviously from his history but these are not guys in high demand. These are not guys that have interviewed in other spots. So my question, and I agree with you, I think, hey, you bring in some guys, not necessarily because they're going to be the head coach, but you give them a head coaching interview. It's an exploration, as I mentioned just a moment ago. So the idea that you do that, great. Like I have no problem with that. If you're gonna go with Antonio Pierce and that's your guy, fine, but you still should do the process and you go back the, the quote, the interview with The Athletic that Mark Davis talked about after he named these two guys interim and said, look, you know, it'd be great if they get the job, but I'm going to keep an open mind. Last time I was, I was prescribed, I knew what I wanted to do before the season was over. And OK, so maybe he didn't decide to hire Antonio and champ Kelly before the season ended, but it certainly seems like he had his mind made up. So so is that process what Davis said it was going to be? At, to this point, no,
1: <laughs> because if you're, as I wrote in the dot piece, if you're a, if if the two candidates that are challenging Pierce for the job are Leslie Frazier, <laughs> who who was in Buffalo, wasn't fired. He actually left because there were some left. issues going on in Buffalo, and right. Chris Richard, who was last with the Saints, I believe, as a co defensive coordinator, uh, but he was a defensive coordinator, I believe, in Seattle, didn't work out. If those are the two top candidates to challenge Pierce, then it's clear to me and it it should be clear to everyone that you had been leaning Pierce to begin with. Now, some people say, well, he caved to Max Crosby. And I'll say, even before the Max Crosby rumor came out that everything is on the table, the Raiders had not requested an interview with an offensive minded head coach. So I, 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 I don't even, I wouldn't even say it's, he caved to Max Crosby and the players. I would say from the, from the jump, he may have just had tunnel vision On Antonio Pierce and then the Max Crosby rumor that came out may have just solidified it for him. But again, I I don't know what Mark Davis desires this this could come out and Mark Davis could go in a completely different direction. We don't know. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to if you're going to hire a head coach, (laughs) you should at least talk to an offensive minded. Uh, uh candidate because you can compare those offensive minded candidates. You can compare their plan with Antonio Pierce's plan for the offense and then make the best decision. I want to be clear, Scott, that Antonio Pierce was my second choice behind Harbaugh. I believe I was very right. clear on Twitter and clear here that if the Raiders don't hire Harbaugh, you hire Antonio Pierce. So it, it, you know, regardless of how it happens, hiring Antonio Pierce would be a good hire in my opinion. But as I said, you want to make the best choice possible. Not that you're high, you're bringing in people to convince you not to hire Pierce, but I think you want to have plan A in place, plan B in place, plan C in place, and you compare them. Okay? Right. Dave Canals comes in with his plan for the offense. Ben Johnson comes in with his plan for the offense. Frank Smith comes in with his plan for the offense. And then you already have Antonio Pierce's plan for the offense. And what you do is you take the all four plans and say, okay, what's the best plan? Regardless of what my what my leanings are, or what I wanted to do before the process, who presented the best plan? Because we're going to have to develop a quarterback in 2024 to win fo- to win more football games, get to the playoffs.
0: Right, and for those those coaches that are already in the league, they can only do virtual interviews, so we understand that. So you might not necessarily hire somebody right away, but this is this gets to the point. And I know for some folks out there, they could care less what we're talking about. They just want Antonio Pierce. And and again, as I said. And you can go back and check every single show we've done on the subject. Mo and I have been consistent with the same thing we said is if you can get a hardball, you do it. If not, Pierce is a fine second choice. Got no problem with that whatsoever. So, So that some people don't care outside of that. But what we're looking at and analyzing is an organizational stuff is the issue of hiring practices and what you do. And to your point that you just made, when you bring these coaches in, you hear what they have to say it's very helpful to do that. That's why the Falcons, the Chargers, all these other teams are bringing in so many different coaching candidates. Of course, they're not all, they probably have a top two list. Okay. So the rest, the other five that they interviewed, you never know because you get to know them a little bit. You get to know their plans. You get to, they might even take a lateral move. If Jim Harbaugh gets the job in LA, yes, Raheem Morris appears to be a very hot commodity right to go to go get a head coaching job but let's say he decides to switch from the Rams to the Chargers because he likes Harbaugh he likes the direction right you just don't know what's going to happen with people in their careers and what they have planned so this is the problem to me and I think externally you know fans and folks that 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 are that love the Raiders get upset when the national media and everybody puts down the Raiders but it's I think situations like this where it's okay if you hire Pierce. The national media has been incredibly supportive and campaigned for Antonio Pierce to get the job. So that's all good. But then they look at the process and they're like, what are you doing? Like Leslie Frazier and and Chris Richard, like that's, that's who you, no other team has talked to them, right? I mean, Leslie Frazier may have had one other interview, but other than that, it doesn't make a lot of sense. And I think that's, if, that's where I have concerns organizationally because if you're prescribed with your decisions and you're not open to listening and exploring other people for the betterment of your own knowledge, that to me is a concern from, from the organizational standpoint.
1: My thing is if they, if they wanted to hire, if Pierce was the decision going in, yeah. then just hire him. <laughs> right. Like I said, I would, I'm fine with that. They, if they yeah. want to hire, just if that they've, was they've, their choice before they've the, done the process, podcast,
0: the Rooney rule process is done. That's, that's it.
1: If if they want to, if, if that was their choice, then hire yeah. Pierce. Good choice. Right. But like right. I said, but like I was saying, the the only way I would justify, I could justify them bringing in Richard and Leslie Frazier is they're using the interview process to refill a staff where they may lose a couple of assistants. Now, if they're yeah. doing that, then it makes more sense because you're bringing in Chris Richard to possibly coach the secondary and maybe Leslie Frazier as a defensive you know, consultant or maybe he'll have a position on staff. Then I get it it would be just to fill Pierce's coaching staff then it makes sense. Some people will still have a problem with the process because you feel like you, they should still talk to offensive coaches but then <laughs> but then but then I would say that they predetermined their choice and they're just trying to fill a staff using those interviews it that's that it it would make sense to me no, now if, it, you're, it, now, if you're it, really it, quick Scott if you're doing yeah. this if you're doing this, and you're still undecided. I, I think you still have to open it up to at least one, at least a coach who's coached this past season.
0: We, yeah, they and, have and, and somebody who's a real, a real candidate, a real right. candidate, like somebody who you would, let's say Antonio Pierce had a change of heart. I know it won't happen, but let's say he had a change of heart and he goes to co- coach the Tennessee Titans. He gets a job offer, and suddenly you're like, oh crap, Plan A just went down the dumper. What do we do? Who are you going to hire? Like who? Who? You're you're you are you have not even talked to anybody else for a Plan B should something happen.
1: I guess that would leave Patrick Graham open for that coaching position, but but, but Scott, <laughs> okay. let's, let's also remember that, and this is why I say I don't want to, I don't I don't want to heavily criticize the interview process because one they haven't made a decision yet, and co- mm-hmm. candidates that are employed by the NFL still cannot interview in person until in person. after the divisional round. So who knows? Maybe they do some head coaching interviews in person after the divisional round. We don't know yet. So there's still time for them to do their quote unquote due diligence. So we have to we have to wait till the pieces fall in place because there's yeah. still time for them to to do some things.
0: And Mo, I think I think your point is fair. You know, not to be overcritical of it, but it just there's the question marks are 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 what pop in my head because you're right. They could be waiting till after the divisional round for in person interviews, but why wouldn't you at least do the first virtual interview? Um, and and. Even in, unless they've already prescribed, for example, and Antonio Pierce says, hey, I got this guy, he's going to be my OC. Why aren't you interviewing candidates for that? Like, why aren't you, you know, there's, you can interview candidates for all kind of positions. The OC position technically is open because there's an interim there now, too, and they've not interviewed anybody for that job that we know of. Because if it's with another team, they have to ask for permission. So that tells you it's either somebody in the college ranks. We already know about Cliff Kingsbury. I wrote a story about that on Sports not It's been well reported. So maybe that's the direction. You know, It's just weird, the process. And look, we don't need to know all the answers yet because until they make a decision, you're right. You don't know what the answer is. Yeah. But it just seems like the process goes smoother in so many other places. And for some reason with the Raiders situation, it's always a little different. Again, you're right. Don't be overcritical because we don't know all the facts, but it just seems a bit odd. And I think it's starting to get a little more odd as the time goes on. To your point, if you already have your coach, name your coach. If you have your GM, name your GM. If he's sitting in on interviews, that tells me like, why would you have him sit in interviews unless you really believe he's going to do it? So I'm all good with both choices. Just make them.
1: I think that's what we're all waiting for because a lot of people, a lot of people ask us, okay, so what's the deal? It looks like it's going to be Pierce and Kelly while they just announce it. And then the piece that I wrote was just giving answers as to maybe why they're waiting to make that announcement. As I said, maybe, maybe they're waiting till after the the divisional round to do head coaching, more head head coaching interviews, especially with offensive minded coaches. And two, Maybe Tom Brady's voice has some sway behind closed doors. That's making Mark Davis pause a little bit where Tom Brady said, OK, let's consider this candidate or these candidates before we make a final decision. So I was just raising those two points. Right. It wasn't it wasn't really an article that was meant to be critical of the interview process, because, no. again, the, the interview process isn't over yet. It's still right. ongoing because, you know, of, made, the Raiders you know haven't yet yeah, that we know of. the Raiders haven't made their official decision yet. So right. there, there, there could be some still some inner workings going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. Remember, we're only we're all on the outside, all including us. reporters. All of us, the yeah. top insiders are, can only guess what Mark Davis is going to do. Because how many times have we thought the Raiders were going to move in one direction, and they go in another direction? To me, mm-hmm. this is the Raider way. I, I've covered the Raiders for close to a decade now, and I've come to realize that one. The Raiders aren't going to do things the conventional way. They're, they're just, I know you mentioned other teams have done it this way, Scott, but the Raiders have usually done things their way. And it yeah. may not look like the rest of the NFL. I know that I've covered the team for decades. Trust me on this. Mm-hmm. The other thing I've noticed about the Raiders is that they take a while to make the decisions. I remember going back to, uh, announcing their final 50-man roster. The Raiders and the Ravens, I think, were the last two teams to announce their 50-man roster. So one thing I know about the Raiders and their organization, they're going to make you wait. So for the, a lot of people who <laughs> are fans, yes, yes. A lot of
0: people, and even us, angry. like we've, and we've been wanting to go live right when the announcement comes and we're like, right. okay, now it's Thursday and there's still no announcement. And then <laughs> Mo's got to write today. I got a write today for work. And we got this kind of stuff. Okay. We're like, I don't know if we're going to be able to do it because who knows when they're going to drop the news.
1: Th- this is typical Raider procedure. <laughs> they're going to make you wait. And the process is not going to look like every other team. That's just the fact of the well, matter.
0: So- That's that's well said. Absolutely. And yeah, fans get frustrated. I joked about it on X the other day and um, people are like, let's take it. And I get it. You know, you want you want to know what's going on. We want to know what's going on. So I I feel you there. And it's 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 it can get frustrating at times because you just want to know what you're dealing with. For those who really want Antonio Pierce to be coach, they just want it to be validated. And those that Mm -hmm. perhaps want the team to consider other folks are like, you're kidding me. You're not doing it. So we'll see it all comes up. All right. We're long in this segment. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back on this edition of Silver and Black today. We'll talk a little bit more about this. Continue to t- have the conversation. I also want to talk about ha- hiring. If you hire Champ Kelly and Antonio Pierce together, how is that different from Dave Ziegler and Josh McDaniels? We'll talk about that when we come back here on Silver and Black today and Odyssey original podcast. You're with Mo and Scott. We're coming right back.